Kiev. It's Misha Karen. And this is Five Word Fun. You know, it's where we pick words from the word pot, turn them into sentences, turn the sentences into a story, have a little quiz and have some fun. I'm going to need your help and I'm going to need my word pot and my word pot volunteers. Speaking of word pot, it's gone on its travels again this week. Let's see where it's landed. Oh, I see three girls. I think they're sisters. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. And tell me, where has the word pot travelled to? The Fortunes in Kerrgraig, Ballandagan. Hi, I'm Nelly. I'm 11 years old and I love music, singing and dancing. Hello, my name is Effie. I am eight year old. I love dogs and cats. Bridget is our sheep and she loves Chubby, Chubby our dog. And what's her favourite food? Rich tea biscuits. My name's Gran. I'm six years old. I like dolls. Excellent. So, Fortune Sisters, which of you would like to go first and dip your hand into the word pot and take out her first word? That's Nelly with the hand up. And Nelly, the first word is? Snake. What is a snake, Nelly? It's kind of like a lizard with no legs. What do you think of when you think of snakes? Wet, slimy, long, sly. Have you ever actually touched a snake or held a snake? I had one around my neck once. And so did Eddie. Ah! What was that like? It was a bit scary. Yeah, I kind of slithered like a scarf around my neck. So snakes, you're right, they're long, limbless, uh, no legs, they're reptiles. Also, as well as not having any legs, they don't have any eyelids. So snakes don't need to worry about putting on mascara. They have short little tails. And of course, the thing about snakes is, what do they do that we're so afraid of? What might some snakes do? They could bite you and inject venom into your your, um, body. Exactly. So, all that talk about snakes, do you think, Nelly, you could make up a sentence for me with the word snake in it, please? Uh, yeah. I would hate if a rattlesnake slithered up my leg. Brilliant. So that's our first sentence. Epi has her hand up. Excellent. So if you can dip into the word pot for me and the next word is... Shamrock. Shamrock! Oh, yes, we know it's close to St. Patrick's Day when we're talking about shamrocks. What's a shamrock, Epi? Uh, it's basically like a four-leaf clover. Yeah, the thing about the shamrock is, when you picture a shamrock, if you were cutting one out maybe in school, how many leaves are on the shamrock? Three. And it is a national emblem. Of which country, Epi? Ireland. Brilliant, yes, that's our national emblem. So, Epi... Shamrock, do you think you could come up with a sentence for me? Uh, the little girl picked up a shamrock and pinned it onto her t-shirt. Excellent. So that leaves me to come to Nan. What word will come out of the word pot for you? And Nan's word is going to be... Green. Green! And Nan is the queen of green this morning. So that's a perfect word for you. So what is green, Nan? It's a colour. It is. And tell me some things that are green. The grass, shamrocks and the flag. Exactly. What colour is the Ireland flag? Green, white and orange. Very good. I can't see close enough. Do any of you have green eyes? Uh, no. No. All blue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're like me. Some people have really green eyes and it's like an emerald. There is an animal who has green eyes. I know Chubby has probably brown eyes because most dogs do. But what's the other creature that has green eyes? Cat. 
Yeah. And I think sometimes cat's eyes look a little bit like snake's eyes that we were already talking about. So, Nan, you gave me a great description. It is a colour. And did you ever hear the phrase 40 shades of green? So, Nan, I'm going to ask you now to think of a sentence with the word green in it for me. I'm not too keen about butterflies being green. Oh, this is brilliant. It's like a poem in a sentence. I can hear a kind of a rap song coming on here, Nan. That's really cool. Well done. Okay, we're on to word number four. Uh, who would like to pick that one if you want to do it together? Okay, Nelly is there. And the next word is... Celebrate. Celebrate. What do you think of, Nelly, when you hear that word? Birthdays, competition, or surprise parties, or... When was the last time you girls got to celebrate something? Um, about a week or two ago on my birthday. Well, a belated happy birthday. So you were 11. On what date? The 4th of March. Brilliant. And that's what celebrating is all about, isn't it? It's kind of acknowledging a significant or a happy event. Celebrate, of course, we celebrate tomorrow. What will we be celebrating tomorrow? We will be celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. Nelly, could you give me another sentence, please? And this time with the word celebrate in it. We will celebrate St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Well, Epi, the final word to come out of the word pot for today is... Banished. Banished. Oh my God, that's quite a big word. Do you know what banished means, Epi? It's kind of like when somebody put away something, like when it's like gone. Very good. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. So to put something away. And when, you know, we talk about banished, it's like you're sending something away. Sometimes the thing doesn't have a choice. You know, you could send someone away from their country or from a place as a punishment. Sometimes banished can be like a bad thing. Do you know anything about St. Patrick and what might have happened to him? He banished the snakes out of Ireland. Well done. Absolutely brilliant. That's right. So he, I mean, the snakes didn't, maybe they liked Ireland. Maybe they didn't have a choice. He got rid of them. So he sent them away. Banished is a verb, by the way. Um, and quite a big word as well. Would you like to spell it first there, Epi? B A N I. F-H-E-D. Excellent. Thank you very much. Banished. Epi, you can come up with a sentence for me with the word banished in it, please. We banished the dogs out of the room when we took out the hamsters. Thank you so much. There are five brilliant sentences. I'm going to go away now, girls, and I'm going to come up with a story with all those sentences. I'll put on my thinking cap and I'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. And I'm back. And this week's story is called A Series of Fortunate Events. Do you get it? Tomorrow is the 17th of March. We will celebrate St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. All things Irish and all things green. Even though we won't be able to celebrate in the traditional way, people will still make an effort to don the shamrock and the green all over the world. Well, everywhere except Corrigraig and County Wexford, that is. Oh, it's a terrible thing. There isn't a leaf of shamrock to be found for miles around this year. And poor Bridget Fortune almost got the blame. Bridget Fortune is a very glamorous lady. She loves to wear natural fleecy wool and she walks like she's on the catwalk. She has beautiful rectangular pupils in her eyes and she has an excellent sense of smell. Bridget is very intelligent. She can recognise up to 50 other sheep faces. Oh, Did I mention that Bridget is a sheep? Actually, Bridget is a shog. 
a sheep who thinks she's a dog. The other thing about Bridget is that she's very emotional. Sheep can feel a wide range of emotions, just like humans. Well, on this day, Bridget was feeling downright angry. She had been blamed for eating all the shamrock in Curragraig. Yeah, true, she loved to graze, and she was fond of clover and grass and rich tea biscuits. But Bridget knew that St. Patrick's Day was coming, and she wouldn't dare to eat the sacred shamrock. She understood the traditions of St. Patrick's Day. Last year, she watched her good friend Nan pick up shamrock from the ground. The little girl picked up the shamrock and pinned it onto her t-shirt. That's why Bridget knew not to eat it. She'd heard all about St. Patrick and the snakes. Oh, I'd hate it if a rattlesnake slithered up my leg, she thought to herself. She'd seen lots of things turning green on March 17th last year. The lights in the village, the water, people's hair. Maybe that was a wig. She wondered if everything would turn green this year. I'm not too keen about the butterflies being green, she thought to herself. But she needn't have worried about butterflies. Bridget had bigger fish to fry. She was in big trouble. Ah, Bridget, what are we going to do with you eating all the shamrock, said Daddy. I'm afraid you're out of the parade and and we had you down as the Grand Marshal. This is a step too far, young sheep. You see, Bridget lived on a shamrock farm. The fortunes grew shamrock all year long and then sent it abroad and sold it all over Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. It was their busiest time of the year, like a Brussels sprout farm at Christmas. Last year, they made three million euro in profit on St. Patrick's Day. But this year, nothing. Oh, what would she do? Just when the downtrodden sheep was about to give up, along came her good friend Chubby the dog. Chubby could see how upset she was, and he put his little paw over the sheep's head. With that, Nelly, Eppy, and Nan appeared. The animals tried their best to explain to the girls what had really happened. What is Chubby trying to tell us? asked Eppy. He's acting like a, a hamster. And he was. Chubby was down on the ground doing his best hamster impression. Hang on, said Nan. We banished the dogs out of the room when we took out the hamsters. The hamsters! The girls had forgotten all about the hamsters. Where were they? Bridget took to her feet and beckoned them to follow her. And there, in the empty shamrock field, were twelve little hamsters lying on their backs. Their little full bellies in the air. Maisie and Nibbles the hamsters had leaves of shamrock stuck between their hamster teeth. The hamsters ate the shamrock we should have known. The girls ran off to tell their dad. Bridget and Chubby high-fived. She'd been framed by those cheeky hamsters for a crime she didn't commit. But she still had one thing left to do. Bridget and Chubby sneaked away to the back of the field. Chubby had his shears in his paws and he began cutting away Bridget's fleece. He then placed little bits into hundreds of pillowcases. When the coast was clear, Bridget and Chubby logged on to Daddy's computer and they put the pillows up for sale. Bridget typed, Dream of Ireland. Sleep like a baby lamb on a genuine organic wool pillow from an Irish sheep. Let Bridget's soft fleece lull you to dreamland. Only 537 euro offer ends at midnight. Terms and conditions apply. Well, you wouldn't believe it. Within minutes, the website for Bridget's pillows crashed. People from all over the world were buying this little piece of Ireland. From Greece, Canada, China and even Wales. Before long, they had sold out and made a profit of 5 million euro. Fortunately, all was forgiven on the Fortune Shamrock Farm, now a sheep pillow business. Bridget was reinstated as Grand Marshal of the Parade and the hamsters, well, they stayed indoors and they made do with rich tea biscuits instead. So that's our story. Did you hear the five sentences? 
Well, now it's time for the rapid fire quiz round. Shout the answers if you know them, but don't shout them too loud. Here we go. What shape are the pupils in Bridget's eyes? Well, rectangles. Yes, well done, rectangles. How many sheep faces can Bridget recognize? 200? Oh, I'm afraid it's less. 50 sheep faces she can recognize. That was a hard one. You might know this one though. What is a shog? A sheep is a dog. Yes, well done. Okay, next question. What biscuits does Bridget like? Whiskey biscuits. Well done, Nat. What else turned green last year for St. Patrick's Day? If you can tell me two things that turned green. Hair. Hair and water. Drink. That's good team effort. Water, I heard. Well done. Okay, next question. How much money did the Shamrock Farm make last year? Three, three million. Three million. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take it. What impression did Chubby do for the girls? He was pretending to be another animal. Hamster. Yes, a hamster. How many hamsters did they find in the field? Twelve. Yes, you're brilliant at this. How much did Bridget sell her pillows for on the website? 537. And here's the final question. Can you tell me two of the countries that she sold her pillows to? Wales and Canada. Canada. Ah, You got amazing results there. You really were listening to the story. Now, usually we have a poem at this time in Five Word Fun. But this week... We have a world premiere, an exclusive performance here on RTE Junior of a song that Nellie has written all about her animals. Introducing Nellie Fortune. Take it away, Nellie. My name is Nellie, I'm 10 years old. There's animals galore in our household. Good people all come listen well about them all to you, I'll tell. Quack, 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 the ducks would say, and in the morning the hens would lay. Jeep, 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 we want some food, cock-a-doodle, do good morning to you. Baba says, Bridget, give me food or else I'll be in a terrible mood. Grass is nice, but I'd adore some rich tea biscuits, can I have some more? I have two hamsters, they are small, they like to run around in their hamster ball. Maisie and Nibbles are their names, they love having fun and playing games. By her uncle's house there lives a pony, sometimes she gets a little lonely. We go to visit and feed her hay, I'd like to show you her someday. We've eggs galore, would you like some too? Fresh laid eggs for me and you. The sun is shining, let's go play. And we hope you'll have a lovely day. That was really amazing. Thank you, Nelly, And thank you, Epi and Nan. And of course, thank you for listening. Well, that's all we have time for today. But I'll be back with my word pot soon. See you next time. Bye. Bye. We love five word fun.